focus on the word on today. We open, we pray that you open up their hearts and also their ears to be able to hear your word and to be transformed by your word on a daily basis. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Ashley. So thank you so much for allowing Holy Spirit into the room. Amen. But now we're going to get into our first topic, which we are going to talk about how God needs our temple, our yes. bodies. He needs us. Mm-hmm. And so in this section of the episode, I kind of just wanted to talk about, you know, we only get one body. Basically, <laughs> that's what God was telling me when I came up with this episode. Mm-hmm. So. As I shared with y'all in the introduction video of this series, Set Apart, if y'all haven't seen it, click the link right up there. But, you know, I told God, I was just like, okay, you told me not to let my insecurity stop me, but this weight gain, it's in my way. And God's response was, well, I don't want you to have an extra weight on you because I need you to do the things that I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, Okay. And that's when I really kind of like dived in and just thought about like the things that I was doing that was stopping me from my full potential of what he has for me. Mm -hmm. For instance, even getting off the subject of weight, me not working out as a form of just working out, it was making me tired. So I didn't want to edit sometimes or I didn't want to read or I didn't have the energy to study for the show. Because I was tired. I would find myself napping throughout the day. And whereas we know we're supposed to get at least 30 minutes of activity a day. And I definitely wasn't getting that. And it was affecting my energy. Mm -hmm. And also on top of that, me being active helps my asthma and my allergies and my sinus. And that definitely comes into the show with me using my voice all the time. And so he was showing me that me not being active as we need to be from you know what the doctors tell us that I was running my temple down he couldn't use it to his full potential because I wasn't taking care of it yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. and then when I got to thinking about that he revealed to me that I wanted to change certain parts of my body because of the world's ideals and not him so when I was talking to him about my insecurities about gaining weight, I was pretty much saying, like, I didn't like how I looked in pictures or, you know, I didn't like the little budge there. So in my head, the enemy started to get the best of me and was like, okay, well, now you're not going to be able to attract the person that you want. So now I'm, like, secluding myself into staying in the house more and more. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just revealed to me that, that shouldn't be my main focus in losing weight because I shouldn't try to change my body based off of somebody else. Mm-hmm. It should be truly based off how I feel. Do you like how you fit in this outfit? If yes, then good. Then if no, don't change it. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't feel insecure about posting this picture because this picture may reach the one person that I want you to reach. But you're too insecure to post it. And so that's why I learned that I was letting my body image get in the way of my ministry. Because I didn't want to post. You know, I just went to my little quotes. Or my little selfies. And he revealed to me that I just had the wrong outlook on things. And I needed 
to turn it around. Like, yeah, he wants me to be active. He wants me to work out, but not for the the benefit of somebody else, mm-hmm. but for the benefit of him. So I can do the ministry to the full potential. Yeah. And so that's how I got into, I needed to change my who go. You know, if this person doesn't like me like that, then okay, they don't need you anyway. Right. And you shouldn't compare yourself to other people, you know. Oh, she looks good in that dress. I'll never look good in that. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I'll never look good in that swimsuit. Oh, I don't want to wear shorts anymore. But he was like, you shouldn't compare yourself to anybody because, again, going back to our title, I set you apart. You know, I wanted you to have a little knock knees. Took me a long time to get over that one. But I wanted you to have that. So, yeah, wear your shorts. It's okay. I made you unique, like we talked about in the last episode. But you shouldn't try to look. You're never going to be able to look like someone else. You're never going to be able to look like someone else or feel like someone else because that was never God's intentions. Mm -hmm. He created each one of us separately. You made a valid point of just knowing your why. So why are you wanting to, you know, lose the weight? Why are you wanting to get this plastic surgery or whatever it is for you? Mm-hmm. When we're going into anything in our lives, whether it be a job, whether it be having kids, whether that be losing weight, whatever it is, I think it's always to focus on our why. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Because sometimes you're just not going to feel like doing something. And if we always have an important why or a strong why, that'll keep us going or get us back on track. I did want to um, share a hot moment for me when I was reading the book of Romans. I was convicted in a way that I would overeat because I didn't know where it stemmed from. I noticed... God showed me that it was pretty much like I was emotionally eating. Mm-hmm. Because like if something is going on and I'm feeling a type of way, if I'm feeling sad, oh, well, I'm going to go indulge. And I'm talking about like gluttony, <laughs> indulge in some food. Like sweets is my thing, breads, all that good stuff. Greasy, I wanted it because I was eating my feelings. Mm-hmm. When I was reading the book of Romans, I ran across several scriptures in Romans that really convicted me. And it was talking about sin, but I, I didn't realize that overeating, overindulging is a sin. And, and recently, I just realized that it's one of the trick of the enemies, too. And one of the things that I have to deal with on a life basis. Even like when I first quit my job, I was just like, oh, I, I want to indulge so bad. But that's one of the trick of the enemies. Just like if you are an alcoholic, mm-hmm. that will be the thing that, that will be your thorn in your flesh. Yeah. That will be your weakness. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But some things that God doesn't take away from us, he just will help us with it. Yeah. Just like Paul was saying in the scripture. It's Romans 6 and 16. It says, don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death. Or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. In that moment of me having an emotional response or an emotional moment, I should say. Like, even in that moment, I can choose to obey what is righteous or I can fall into the sin and be a slave to sin, which it, which would be overeating in, in my situation. Yeah. But now I have two options. Whether I'm going to, you know, go through a drive, a drive through or whatever, or uh, 
cornstone. <laughs> or make chocolate chip cookies. No. <laughs> yeah, I like subways, but anyway. Either one of them. Bad. Yeah, they're both bad. Because <laughs> I would go by 12 and okay. eat all of them. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's another way of overindulging. Yeah. But it was either going through the drive through or going to the store and overeating or it was, you know, going for a walk, reading God's word, talking to God about it, like help me through this moment of not really giving into the moment. Yeah. And honestly, when I did indulge, it made the situation worse because I was depressed. I was down. My mood was even downer from the, the down that I was down. Yes. So I was like deep down. Um, so that is like the, 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 the dead to sin that I was or would be in in that moment. But thanks be to God that even in the moments now I have him to to lean on. And even in those moments, like I'm woke to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the kids say, I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm woke in Christ Jesus now. Like mm-hmm. I have that that righteous way out. I have a way of escape. Mm-hmm. Come on. Escape. Yes. Escape. Even going back to the beginning when I talked about how, you know, I wasn't being active. And I would overeat as well. And when I did overeat, I would just be twice as lazy. I would feel miserable to the point where I couldn't even, all I wanted to do was just lay on my stomach because I was so uncomfortable. And I'm getting absolutely nothing done that day for the ministry. Mm -hmm. Or I remember, like, what I used to do, a little uh, routine at night, I would, you know, overeat. And then you don't even want to read your word because mm-hmm. you're so full. You can't concentrate. You got cramps. Yeah, It's just, like you said, a trick of the enemy that he can use against you. I did want to read 1 Corinthians 6 and 19 because this is actually what I read when I was just like, you know what? I am doing this for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Mm-hmm. you are not your own. And when I read that, I was just like, my God, you're right. My who go or why go is extremely off. Mm-hmm. It's so focused on everybody else, but what you want from me. Yeah. What, what do you want my body to look like? What activity do you want me to be? Even going back to eating habits, my eating habits can't be the same as Ashley because Ashley has a completely different body chemistry than mm-hmm. I have. Just like my mama, she can't eat pork. I didn't eat pork if I wanted to. So even everybody's eating habits are different. Like he he literally created all of us to be set apart. Just going back to our series title, like he never had the intentions of us all conforming and being the same. Mm-mm. You are not your own. What does God want you to do? You know? It's the personalized for you. Yes. And that really hit me. Because, you know. I had to realize, Shay, you can't have dairy. Dairy is not your friend. No way. <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, well, I can, I can, I'm okay. But, you know, the more and more I eat dairy, the more and more my sinuses get yeah. stuffed up. Couldn't know. And then when, when I don't feel good with my sinus, I don't feel good to wake up. And then I don't have my quiet time. And then I have to jump right into work. And then my day is a whole spiral. It's just a whole domino effect. Like, how did he create your body is basically what I'm trying to say. Everybody's body is different. And we just have to realize that we are not our own. Right. You know, our own flesh. I want to have pork. I want to have dairy. Mm. I want to have ice cream. 
I want to have the three Snickers and Reese's that's mm. on the side of my bed. I want to eat the whole bag of sour cream and onion chips. But I can't. <laughs> that's not conducive to my energy. Yeah. Like, let's say I never even gained weight eating all of that stuff. I would still lose all of my energy eating all that junk food. Mm-hmm. I know I would. I just had to accept that I wasn't happy with what was going on. Because for a long time, I tried to ignore it. Mm-hmm. And I think the more and more I tried to ignore it, the worse and worse it got. Because I was laughing about this on our live. If y'all didn't see our 500 celebration live, we showed an old video. And I literally looked hungry in that video. Yeah. But that was around the time that I, had, that I started to eat more. Because I was like, I can use the extra pounds. And I started to eat more then because that was around quarantine. Mm-hmm. I remember ordering groceries in. So I remember distinctly that was the time I started and it was slow. And so it was kind of like, I remember just putting on a shirt and it felt different. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Oh, I couldn't gain that much. <laughs> I, I didn't get on the scale or nothing. But then when I finally did get on the scale, we did this thing, um, the Biggest, the biggest loser. loser. And I, I got on the scale. I was like, oh. My gosh, I forgot how much was it. One eighty, I think it was one eighty. I was one eighty. Now, my job in that video that I looked hungry, I was a good one fifty, one forty five probably. So from June to October, I was like, "How in the world did I gain that much weight?" So I was just like, "You know what? It's 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 is that a, is that a point where I can work on it?" And so I did the Biggest Loser. I was doing good. And then I said, forget this. <laughs> and I stopped. Like, like I, I had got back down to probably like 170-ish, mm-hmm. which was good, you know. I was fitting the clothes like I like to again. I, I could have just stayed there. But I gave up. It was holidays. Mm-hmm. I gave up. And I, 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 I went crazy for the holidays, okay? We'll do it. November, December, January, February. I went crazy. You gotta, add, you gotta add the um, Mardi Gras. Oh, we ain't had yeah. one this year. <laughs> Valentine. Oh, I ain't had one. Oh, <laughs> but from there, it's just like I went crazy. So I, I think we were like going back to church, and I was like putting on jeans and putting on dresses, and I'm like, why can't I zip this up? You know. And then I got on a scale. It was when I was getting ready to have my surgery. They made me weigh myself. I said, oh, Lord. I think I was 190. And y'all, I ain't never been 190 in my life. So I'm just like, that's impossible to get back down to where I got to. So in my head, I'm still denying it. You know, I'm not denying that I have let this trick of the enemy, like you said, get the best of me. I finally accepted, okay, you're not happy about this. But I made the mistake of dwelling in it. My family say whatever they want to say. You know, they would make jokes about my weight. And, you know, at first I would just, like, laugh about it. But then, like, in the late of the night, I would think about it and ponder on it. And it made it seem more impossible to me that that really can't happen. Mm-hmm. When it was time to eat, I just like, okay, I'm just going to eat. I wouldn't think, oh, Shay, you have the control to not do this. I'm just like, you know. Well, I might as well eat. They think I'm going to eat anyway. Let me go ahead and eat. Or when I w- wouldn't eat, they would be like, what? You're not hungry? So it's kind of like, I don't want that attention, so I'm just go ahead and eat. And 
I had got to the point where I was eating two dinners a day. Because I would go to my aunt's house and eat. And then I would come home and eat. Because I didn't want my grandma to say nothing. And I didn't want my aunt to say nothing. So I remember my cousin's girlfriend is pregnant. And they were talking about how her face spreads when she's pregnant. And he like made a comment on it. And she was like, ah. and he was like, no, you're still pretty. Um, you know, you know how like the big girls, they be pretty. And then he was just like, then he said, like Shay. And my family, they joke like that. But once I accept it in my head, I can't take jokes like that. It, it made me vocalize to my family. I can't take that. Because it may just like go in one end out the other to you, mm-hmm. but it sits there on me. Yeah. And it, it sits there and it penetrates deep. It keeps me up late at night. It's like you see the M&Ms over there and you hear what they said mm-hmm. and you like, I don't need it. But then you hear what they said and it make you want to go get it. And that's not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And so once I accept it, I can't take that talk. I'm not happy with how I am right now, I was able to vocalize it to my family because I know after he said that comment, a shift changed. Like, you know, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I But I also didn't want it to affect my day. And I just felt like everybody in that room could tell the shift was there. Mm-hmm. But nobody said nothing like, okay, that's too much, you know? And so I tried to ignore it because I'm like, I don't want to be the sensitive one. And it wasn't until a therapy session that I finally admitted it. And, you know, the reaction that she gave me was the reaction that I expected, you know, the people closest to me to make. And that's when I realized, okay, yeah, that was wrong. Yeah. I I, should have been hurt by that. Mm -hmm. And I guess, I guess my thing is if you have somebody in your life like that, just let them know that's a boundary that I will not allow you to talk to me like that. Or I don't care if you are joking. I am not the joke. Yeah. Find other stuff to joke about, but I am not the joke. I don't care if you think I'm sensitive, but I do want to tell y'all: do not dwell in that. Give it to God. I wasn't giving it to Him because I was trying to ignore it. I was trying to act like it wasn't a thing. But once I gave it to Him, that's when He made me realize I can help you through all of this. Mm -hmm. I can get you through it. And that leads to the second part of this episode where we talk about inviting God into your situation. Like in our Good Shepherd episode, we we discussed that God is concerned about our total well-being, just not like a specific area. So the quicker we get that, the quicker that we can get healed on like those triggers, like those moments of like, hey, like God, that. That little saying that somebody said really hurt me. Help me to forgive them. Not only forgive them, but also heal from that. Yeah. I think sometimes we we try to always find like, oh, let me hurry up and forgive them. But we also have to do our job of like being healed mm-hmm. from a specific area. Or even letting somebody know like, hey, that didn't sit well with me, friends, or something like that. So I think that's one of the most beautiful things about God that he will help us through those traumas. And yeah. like I said in the previous uh, part, like he can help us find that way out to find a different avenue on how to deal with our, our, our traumas and our yeah. triggers. That is a really good point because 
you know, what I told y'all before is basically God told me to allow him in mm-hmm. and he could heal it. Like you said, yeah. he can give me the strength to want to wake up and work out every single day. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, when I allow him into my financial situation, I didn't want to go out and dash every single day. But mm-hmm. he gave me the power to get up out the bed and go dash every single day. So it's all about inviting God into that specific area and he will heal you. It's no reason to lie to God, y'all. I remember I used to try to, you know, lie to God, try to hide the parts that I didn't like from him. Like, he knows what you don't like. (laughs) Just like I talked about my knock knees. He knew I ain't like my knock knees. (laughs) I never wanted to admit it to him, but he knew I ain't like it. Mm -hmm. But he he helped me learn to embrace that thing, you know. And I remember one thing my therapist said to me when I was talking to her about, you know, uh, some of my insecurities. She just was like, a lot of the times we think people are concerned about us and they really aren't. I said, oh, you sure right. She said, when you walk in a room, people just don't automatically just automatically look at you and point out, oh, look at her knockies, look at her big ears, look at her big lips, look at her big nose. She yeah. said, no. Sometimes people be in their own world. Or if you do walk into the room, they'll look at, you know, the part that they think is nice about you. Oh, look at her nice outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at her hair. You shouldn't automatically assume that people are just thinking the... The, the worst. Yeah, the worst about or you. Or what you think is worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want to read a scripture that, like, stuck out to me today. Because I have been writing this scripture. Y'all know I have my little affirmations. So I I have been writing it since Purpose used it in our interview. I was writing it. But then today it hit me different. I was like, oh, Lord, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's 1 John 4 and 4. And it says, you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater Mm -hmm. than the one who is in the world. And it just goes back to what we were talking about with the trick of the enemy. This overeating... This view on our bodies, not as God created us, all of it is tricks of the enemy, like Ashley said. And we are from God. Yeah. He is greater in us than the enemy that's in the world. That's right. So we have somebody inside of us who can help us overcome it all. And we just got to allow him to do it. Yeah. We got to allow him into those situations and he can make us powerful. Mm-hmm. He can get us past all of those things. Mm-hmm. Like I've tried it y'all, you know, when I was just honest with God and it was just like, you know, sometimes I overeat because I think about stuff that people say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I got that thought and I thought about that cookie up front, I went to him and I was good. But I have to allow him in now first. Because if I don't, my little feet going to get up out that bed. Girl, be sliding to the Uh-huh. And then the worst thing about me, you know, I get to the back, I ain't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, <laughs> But he is greater in this. We yeah. just got to tap into his power mm-hmm. and allow his power to work within us. That's right. You gotta flip that switch. There you go. Go back to our first series. Yes. Yeah. If y'all ain't, if y'all ain't, like, if y'all ain't tuned in, right? <laughs> that, that, that series right there. <laughs> y'all better flip the switch of the strength that's inside of you, mm-hmm. okay? Because yep. he is more powerful, like you said. Like he's there, just waiting on us to hit the switch. 
one thing that I thought about when you were saying that, like, we cannot do this in our own strength. Like, baby, this flesh is weak and ain't no strength in it. Well, let me say this. It is some strength, but it's pulling you in the wrong direction. But the thing that we have to do is lean into that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and invite him into it because he ain't just going to make his way in here. You may get a conviction or something, but um, you got to ask the Holy Spirit to... I'm laughing because that's so true. You might get a conviction and you'd yeah. be like, oh, I hear you, Lord. What I want to do. I'm going to see for myself. Yes, that's so true. But I yeah. hear you, Lord. I hear you. But I'm still going to eat it. <laughs> what was I saying, child? But yeah, you may get a conviction, but it's up to you if you're going to listen or not. Because mm-hmm. I know with me, like I told y'all before, like sweets is my thing. And when we did our fast at the top of the year, I was just like, hey, pastor, one, one thing we're not going to do is <laughs> those sweets right there, you know. <laughs> but I made it all the way through without cheating. Praise God. That was nothing but greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and in the cookie. Because <laughs> 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 let me tell you something. I came so close, but it was nobody but God. But... After the fast, or getting close to the ending of the fast, he told me, we had to sit down. He was just like, you can't go back to that. Because I felt like I had to have some a little something sweet after each meal. And he limited me to two times a week, y'all. And I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. But it's been good. You know, he's just been, his, he's been my strength throughout these weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we'll have a little, you know, weeks I just don't do like that. You know, I may be on vacation or something and I kind of indulge in those moments. But Holy Spirit has definitely been my strength. But goes, it goes back to your point. We just have to invite God in those moments and to take his instructions and direction. Take his instructions. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, y'all, once I get disciplined, I can get disciplined. It's just the, the part of getting disciplined with Ooh, this yeah. quarantine. It, like, really did mess me up. It really me did too. mess me up. One thing I will say, though, is through this journey, it is allowing me to love myself deeper than the outer mm-hmm. version of myself. You know, you get so used to seeing yourself this way. And you put your value in how you look this way. And it's kind of like, hey, I need you to go a little bit deeper, you know. He loves you more than your outer appearance. He loves you deep on the inside. You know, so what is going to make you more attractive on the inside? What is unattractive inside of you? What is a bad quality that he doesn't like that you have, you know? What can you work on? What you know? Let's get rid of that selfishness. Let's get rid of that little laziness you got. Let's get rid of that little ego that you got that's gonna get in the way of of me. You know, that was God. You know, that ego that's gonna get in the way of God. Let's get rid of that. It has definitely allowed me to love myself deeper. You know, this like I talked about before. This moment is really teaching me how to appreciate myself for who really God created me to be. Yeah. You know, one thing he did reveal to me, he was like he was just like, until you love yourself how I love you, everything is gonna get in your way. You're gonna always be stumbling. You're gonna always be a little worried, you know, am I doing the right thing? I don't think I wanna do that. Oh, I can't go on top of that stage. Oh no, I can't stand in front of these people. All that's gonna get in your way or 
oh, I, I'm just going to stay with this person because, you know, they like me. So I'm just going to stay with them, even though they're not worthy of you, you know. They're not worthy of who he created you to be. You're going to stay with them just because that's what you think you deserve. Who's just like, that ain't what I want for you. Hmm. I need you... I need you to learn yourself a little bit deeper so you can really appreciate who I created you to be and what I want you to be. So until you do that, I need you just to sit right here and, and soak in this. <laughs> so that's one thing that I am appreciative of for this season. You know, I remember Ashley and I were riding back home from church one day and I was talking about um, something that God Got Your Girl said, Kendall. Y'all go subscribe. But she was just talking about how she couldn't see herself how God sees her. And that really did hurt me. I was just mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't like when people say that because she is so beautiful and yeah. she doesn't think that she is. But then it had me do some self-reflection myself. And it's kind of like, oh, girl, you kind of you kind of got some, some things, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to build up other people. Let's build up yourself as well. That's what really led to this journey of, you know, self-discovery. Because I remember around that time is when I first got stuck on Romans 12 and 1. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't get away from it. And I'm thankful for it. Because I feel like a shackle has been taken off of me. Because I don't have that chain around me. I don't have that burden. The enemy no longer has that control over me anymore. But I remember saying, you know, how I didn't even want to go to church. Because I didn't like how things were fitting on me. That's not what church is about. Mm -hmm. You know? I just think it's so important for us not to let that get in our way of what's really, really important. I do want to read another scripture that I really love and it always helps me. But Isaiah 40 and 29, it says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Mm-hmm. I haven't started my workout journey yet because I needed a little bit a little bit more recovery time, y'all. But I'm good now. I think I'm going to start. But I already know those first few weeks of working out is going to be hard. Because, like I said, back in October, I got the eating thing right. Yeah. I, I messed up around um, holidays. But I got it right at one point, so I know I can get that thing right. But it's that working out. I haven't worked out in, what, two two years? Because I couldn't work out before COVID. Mm-hmm. Couldn't work out during COVID. So it's been a while. So it's just like, I know it's going to be hard. I know it is. But I know where my strength comes from. If it's just a little walk. Yeah. That's enough. I just got to do something, you know. So, he will give strength and increase my power. I was just going to say, he'll <laughs> give the increase. He'll give yeah. you that little push to He definitely will. Because I've seen him do it with the DoorDash. So, right now, I just want to, you know, encourage anybody out there who's just going through a hard moment with accepting how God created them. We just want to encourage you just to allow him in. Yeah. It is so simple to allow him in. You know, but the first thing we have to do before we even can allow him in is accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. That's right. So, through Jesus Christ, we are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God and we are also provided Holy Spirit. Yeah. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect chance to do so. So if you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all you have to do is repeat this very simple prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you 
the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me. Thank you for forgiving me for my sins and delivering me from my sins. Amen. Amen. And just like that, you are now a part of the kingdom citizens. If you did repeat that prayer after us, be sure to connect with the Bible Teaching Church. Mm -hmm. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below. But we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, Mm -hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. All right. And then don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. Yes. And then don't forget, if you have not downloaded the free printable for Mm -hmm. this month, to go ahead and download that. You can do it at any time. It doesn't have to just be this month. It has been a journey of self-discovery and through it we have scriptures and journal prompts that just guide you guys to really... Realizing how set apart and valued you are in God. That's right. Also, be sure to catch us doing our live interview Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time with my sister, Miss Leah, from Leah Elizabeth Lifestyle. She'll be sharing with us some healthy tips on how to keep our bodies healthy and moving. And a good balance on our lifestyle as well. Not a diet, but we'll talk about a lifestyle as well. Yes. And that's why I love her channel so much because yes. it's about a lifestyle change. Like, I've been through it. I've been through diets, working Fats. out. It's, it's, it's not conducive. It's yeah. definitely going to be a lifestyle change. And she has an amazing testimony, an amazing story. And your girl is in school yes. to be a dietitian. So who better than to talk to you about a lifestyle change on, than a certified dietitian? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. (laughs) So, very excited about that interview. But, since this is the last series episode, we do want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Set of Heart series. Yeah. Comment down below and let us know what was the biggest takeaway from this series. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a hard one for your girl, you know. It was a journey of self-discovery, but like I mentioned in this episode, I am so happy to have gone through that journey. And, like... I was telling Ashley one day at brunch, you know, I am at a place where I have found true contentment and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. So I'm just ready to have my holy girl summer, as Yasmin says. Holy girl summer. It looks good on you. Thank you, girl. You sure do. Shining so bright. (laughs) Just blinding me over here. (laughs) Shine bright like a diamond. Yes. (laughs) Beautiful ashes. Mm -hmm. Come on. Let them know. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I hope that somebody else had a breakthrough as well. Yeah. But until next time, as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all then. Bye.